Welcome to episode 36. If you haven't noticed yet, I've started doing something new with these episodes, with the last few episodes, which is um, basically writing a short essay and then doing a podcast without looking at the essay. So they're both on the same theme and they'll both have the same, you know, brain, mind that is issuing the words, but there'll be different content. So if you like the podcast, listen to them. If you like my, if you like more of like a written medium, you can read the essays. If you really like what I'm saying or really hate what I'm saying, read both. Um, so yeah, today's episode is on one uh, that's a bit more topical, <laughs> important, and um, I guess maybe sensitive than my previous episodes. Um, it's on uh, cold showers and racism. So climate change and racism are two big problems that we have in the U.S. and the world. Um, but particularly recently, racism in the U.S., big problem. Um, or I guess I should say racial injustice, with racism being one big cause of that. Um, and I was thinking today while taking a hot shower <laughs> about how we approach these issues pretty differently, um, even though they're both basically ones that will eventually do the collapse of our society. Um, so for climate change, you've probably read about some like cool tips you can use to reduce your carbon impact. You might've read about um, going vegan or vegetarian um, which would, uh, which, if you don't eat meat, reduces your carbon footprint by 35%. You probably also, or maybe you also read about how you can, um, well, if you own a pet, that's essentially half a car that you own in terms of its carbon footprint. Um, and uh, you might have also read about not using paper towels. I love that one. I think paper towels are totally evil and you should totally not use them. Um, but you probably thought when you read these things, this is just like too impractical, at least right now. Even if we were to go to vegetarian diet as a country, we wouldn't be have enough like protein rich vegetables to, um, to, to like sustain everybody. <laughs> um, or if we all stopped using paper towels, like we'd have messes everywhere. But here's one tip, which you may not have heard, which is totally immediately immediately actionable, which is taking cold showers. Um, a hot shower, if you take a five-minute hot shower every day, that accounts for about 12.5% of your daily energy usage. So if you take a 10-minute hot shower every day, that's 30% of your energy usage, which is almost the same, well, if you were to cut that out, it would be almost the same as going vegetarian. And that's like instantaneous, like literally just don't take a hot shower. Tonight, tomorrow morning, whatever, when you take your showers, don't turn on the hot, put on cold. But it's weird, this isn't really broadcast widely. It's not, I don't think there's a conspiracy. The, the hot shower industry, the, the water companies are not like, you know, keeping a lid on this one. I think we just realized that taking cold showers is really uncomfortable 
and nobody wants to do it. And so like, we're not going to push this because we've accepted that people just don't, won't do things that are so uncomfortable for something as long-term as global warming. Um, you just can't get people to change that way. So instead we adopt more systemic change strategies. We look for, um, you know, we look for ways to do incentives. We change companies. We, uh, we basically don't rely on, you know, solving human rationality and a need for comfort in order to stop fix global warming. However, you know, something else that's pretty uncomfortable, uh, being less racist. Uh, in the book White Fragility, the author talks about how white people are uncomfortable even talking about racism. And as a result, we avoid those conversations. And she's right. Like, yeah, that's it's hard to change, especially when the change is, is on a very emotional topic. And it's one where the habit we're trying to change is often unconscious. So yeah, it's racism is perpetuating because it's comfortable, because it's easy, it's what we're used to. Um, and it feels good. It feels good to look down on somebody. It feels good to think you're better than somebody. It feels good, to, especially if you don't have a lot to feel good about. It feels good to you know, think that your race makes you better than other people. In fact, I, I would posit that you know, it's harder to get somebody to be less racist than it is to get them to take a cold shower. So why are we, have we given up on solving global warming by encouraging cold showers? But we continue, or it seems to be that we continue to use um, like encouraging people to be less racist as a big strategy to solve racism or solve rather racial injustice. Um, and I think it, it seems like the answer is pretty obvious. Like racism is just, it's so much more personal and immediate than global warming. It's all over our news, all over our TV. Um, many of us may have witnessed or encountered or been affected directly by racism. Um, and as a result, it's much more in our minds. I think probably in 50 years when we're seeing um, weekly stories of towns disappearing in coastal floods, we'll probably have the same, we'll probably start asking people to take cold showers. I think we'll probably start pushing for it. But unfortunately, I think that pushing for cold showers in 50 years when global warming is really bad is probably going to be just as ineffective as asking people to stop being racist is now. And I know we're not asking, we're like, you know, imploring or angrily uh, imploring sometimes people to be less racist. And despite a lot of, you know, a, a lot of time and energy spent on trying to will ourselves and others into being less racist, the tech industry, for instance, is has 1% more people of color working in it than six years ago. And that's like one of the most progressive fields in the country. These are the people that think about, that probably tweet about racism, think about bias, been to trainings, like it's the best shot you have of people being able to will themselves out of racism. And 
the industry is still empirically incredibly racist. So I guess now my question for myself and about question for anybody who's listening is what can we, but me in particular, since that's, you know, who I can control, what can I do besides talking about racism to help with social injustice? I don't, I no longer believe that I can change people to get them to be less racist or even change myself. I mean, at least not with any amount of urgency. So what can I do to stop perpetuation of social and racial injustice besides that? I know there's lots of people working on systemic change. Maybe I can get involved in that. Um, but what's, what can I do that's hopefully, you know, similar level of involvement as talking about it? Like, what can I do to get more involved in reducing racial injustice? Any ideas, please leave them in comments.